Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Mercy, y'all. Remake. Come on. Whoa. Oh, mercy, mercy me. Oh, things ain't what they used to be. Oh, no. Where did all the blue skies go? Poison is the wind that blows from the northern sky.
long time ago. But he covered us in our mess with his grace and mercy. God bless all of you. Woo! Take me home, man. to the Lardy Miss Clardy and company on BTR for September 28, 2013. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and your co-host for this evening will be Strong Tower. I think he might have a little bit of something to say. You want to have something to say, Strong Tower? Good to be here. Hey, God is good. And, you know, we are coming at you live from Columbus, Ohio. With good news and bad news, if necessary. Now, you know we're going to do some good news, even if it's bad news, because all news is good news when you're looking at it from Christ's perspective. And we're going to have a great show for you this evening. The topic is, for tonight, it's our business to tell your business, the H factor. What do you know about HIV, hepatitis? And the herpes. Can you get all three factors without knowing it? Do you know there are cures for HIV and hepatitis, but no cures for herpes? Why is that? Just something to put out there. Uh, do you have loved ones facing the H factors? What are the statistics on these communicable viruses? And you know the topic that we're going to talk about, and all you guests that are out there listening, we have the chat room open, and if you've got things you want to talk about concerning this, uh, feel free to chat. I'll chat with you along the way, but our topics are as follows. What does herpes, hepatitis, and HIV look like? Do it have a face? And that's what I will be telling the chat friends. Do this type of virus have a face? Can you know if you're going to get it from somebody or not, you know, just by looking at them. And what does what does love got to do with it? You know, we all talk about, you know, yeah, we want to have that special partner and whatever, but what does love got to do with it if you don't know how to do with the love you got by checking out what it is you want to, you know, find out about a person before you get to know them? And who can be on the DL and won't tell? Oh, that's a big one right there. So how can we prevent others from getting it? And how can we be overcomers of it if we have it? We have Faye Brown, a motivational speaker, telling her story as a guest on our show from Monticello, New York. Come on this show and tell your stories if you dare and talk about this most widespread issue. Somebody needs encouragement and uplift and prayer. Help us get this word out. You can call in at the call-in number of 
347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And experts on this subject are welcome. Now, all to say in the end here that everybody that has something to say, comments, or, you know, questions to the guest or what, wait until at least by the end of the show, I'll give open forum for those comments to be done. So until then, we on our way to talk about it's our business to tell your business, the H factor, and we will be right back. Cut it up one time.
about sex. Yeah, welcome again to the Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and of course, you have Strong Tower with strong opinions that's coming on to push up the fire, blow uh, blow some hair back, and all kind of stuff. And so, you know, we just want to say that we are here on the subject of it's our business to tell your business on about the H factors and what you know about HIV, hepatitis, and herpes. You know, if you got stories or you know stuff that's going on, people going on on download, whatever the case may be, we're going to be talking about those things as comments and questions as soon as the end of our broadcast, maybe about 25, 30 minutes before the broadcast is in, I'm going to be bringing out, you know, where people can uh, make themselves known the questions if they need to or comments. Uh, if you are on the line and you don't know how to chime in, chime in at 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And I am going to introduce our guest. And who we have this evening is Faye Brown. Faye Brown. And she is from Monticello, New York. And she wants to be on the show, and I think that I don't want to tell too much more. I want her to be able to tell you why she is on the show. I'm getting ready to chime her in. Faye Brown, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi there. How are you doing? Welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. I have you here as our guest, and I would like to ask you a question. Tell us about yourself and why you felt it was so important for you to be a part of this show and to be a motivation for those that may be going through. Um, Basically, I felt that I wanted to be a part of this because this is something that I feel that it became a part of my life. I live with this, and a lot of people is not educated, and I feel that Knowledge is power, and power is knowledge. And if you're not educated you on it, I've been How living with this for 28 years. 28 uh, years. Okay. All right, now. All right. God is good, too, because you're here to share the news. Go on. Talk to us, say. And um, basically, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that is living with it, and they're either in denial or... They're um, on the down low, and I feel like a lot of men, just because you're married and you have kids, that they're still not, they're still subjecting their families to it, and it's not fair. You should be able to give that woman that option, whether she want to be with you or not. Mm-hmm. Just because you have a family and you have kids does not mean that you're a man. If you really want to be with a man, then that's, just say that. You want to be with a man. Mm-hmm. I didn't have an option. I didn't have an opportunity to say this is what I want. Yeah. I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. So in the process of me being in denial for so long, it kept me in bondage. And by being yeah. in bondage, because I was in denial with it, and I thought it was a death sentence, yeah. and I was ignorant to it, I went on and off a of crack and in and out of jails and abandoning my children. And the only one that got hurt in the long run, besides my children, mentally and emotionally, I was hurting myself. Go into detail about that, you know, about what it's like to hurt yourself. 
you know, when you're in denial and you don't want nobody to know what's going on with you. And most of all, you know, why, you know, uh, what happens when you are afraid that no one will accept you? Tell, tell us a little bit about that, Faye. Well, for me, when me being in denial about it was that I felt like I was inadequate. I didn't equal up to the next woman. I felt no matter how much I washed, I still was dirty. Um, I felt like if I came out with it, because when I found out, it was in the 80s and it was a statistic. Like, everybody was like, you know, was real ignorant to it. So... um. If you don't know what to do, you do what you always did, and that's to go get high. Yeah. So, like, I just basically felt like I felt alone. I felt ashamed. I felt mm. like I got this big secret, and then for me, it was like I was carrying a ton of weights on me. Yeah. And I wasn't educated. I thought I was. I thought you had to be gay or shot needles, and that was my ignorancy part to it until I had to get educated because I was living with this. But yes. just, the, just the part that I had to go and sneak and get all the education that I could about it. But mm-hmm. when I did, going back and forth to the doctors and then going off and on the medication, I yes. grew resistant to all the medication. Mm-hmm. Because every time I went out, I couldn't go back on that medication. You know so what? here I am stuck. Was this a when? When did you come to? When did you come to realize that you come out of denial and it became a ministry to be a motivational speaker for those that have you know uh, these communicable viruses such as herpes, HIV, or hepatitis? What 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 happened? How did you? What happened? How did it come out for you to? you know, uh, come out of denial and come out to be able to help? Um, What really was my turning point was um, I had didn't have a relationship, basically, with my daughter. And um, the hardest part for me was I had a granddaughter, and um, it breaks me down because... I didn't want to go in and out of her life. Yeah, and I think yeah. she was six months old. And it was September 7th. i never forget. And um, I was getting, I was active. And um, she came to my house to see my son. And um, I looked at my little granddaughter. She had the biggest little eyes. And um, I said, I have a choice. Either I can continue to live like this, or I can turn around and be a part of her life and watch her grow up. And at that point, I was mentally, emotionally, and spiritually dead. And um, I called the program, and I was like, do you have a bed? They said yes. And I went in, and I told them I wasn't going to leave until I came to get what I got to get. In the first meeting I sat in, I don't know if I realized what I said, but apparently it was meant to come out because I sat down in the first meeting and I said, my name is Faye, and I'm fighting two addictions, a crack Hallelujah. addiction mm-hmm. and full-blown AIDS. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And I said, if oh, anybody Lord. don't accept Hallelujah. me, then you're not meant to be a part of my life. That's a, and and that, you know what? from that mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. when I said that, I just continued to say it in every meeting. And the more I said it, the more I became comfortable with myself. Yes. Can I, can I, can I ask, um, is it normally that just us as women that are easily to submit uh, and do what's right, you know, by, you know, the people that we meet and people that we want to share, you know, uh, this information or any information of hurts that we go through in life, you know, uh, uh, you know, through trial and error. Is it just us as women that have this, this, this uh, need to let the world know, you know, that they're not alone and you're not by yourself and, you know, there is someone that understands and loves you? I don't think it's just women. I think because I think some women um, feel like if if a man gave it to them, then they want to give it to as many men as they can. So you have some women out there that you call a black widow that hmm. has that attitude. So yeah. I don't think it's just women. I really don't. I think it's called stepping out on faith. Yeah. And if, you know, I can't judge or speak for nobody else. I can only speak uh-huh. for myself. Yes. Anybody that I come in contact with, I might say, my my thing is like this. I'll tell them right off the gate, like, you yes. probably heard it, but I'm going yes. to confirm it. This is what come I'm living with. This is a part yes. of my life. If you can't accept it, I understand. And, hmm. you know, hmm. we can still be friends or whatever. If you don't That's want to right. be my friend... It's okay, because some people are still scared, and the ones that yes. are mostly scared are the ones that are educated. But the yes. bottom line is you have to understand something, that it's not a statistic anymore. Back in the 80s, like that movie Philadelphia, they didn't yeah. know what they was dying from. They didn't know yes. what people was dropping dead from. It was only AZT out, and AZT was there. out because it was meant to kill the Latinos and the African Americans. It wasn't yeah. until it started hitting the white race that they decided to put something else together. Absolutely, and and I agree so, with you there too. I agree. I'm not out Go here ahead, to offend anybody. I'm, I'm not out here to offend anybody because I'm not prejudiced by a long shot. But yeah. I'm just gonna keep it real and say how it keep is it because real. as I look at the statistics, um, in black males, it's one 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 million point one one million and three point nine. And in the Hispanic and Latino, it's 39.9 million. And in, okay. in the Caucasian rate, it's 15.9 million. That's in the That's males. In the females, it's 39.7 million in, the, in African Americans. Hispanic and Latinos, it's 11.8 million. And in the Caucasians, it's 2.8 million. That's just this the women. That's, right. that's the statistics. That's not what I'm saying. That's, that's the statistics. Right. That's pretty big. That's what statistics you know, say. Or, mm, 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 mm. Uh, I, I want to ask you, um, you know, what caused people you believe, you know, to keep spreading it? Even we talking about those that are on the down low. I mean, I can understand this because, see, as a sister that have went through life for the reason why I'm stomping for victimization and fraud, you know, 
uh, you know, and 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 know where you're coming from and have been through, you know, some of the things that people are afraid to overcome, you know, and and they're scared to bring it out because they don't know if people are gonna, you know, uh, accept them and different things of this sort. How do we deal with people that either they on the down low, and we just not talking about, you know, bisexuals, as to say, because they had made up their mind whether they're going to be one or the other. So we know by that factor if we are at harm's risk for these communicable viruses from the H factor. But what about those that are, you know, heterosexual and you know, they on a down low and don't want nobody to know because they're afraid, you know, that they may not be accepted and they're looking for love just like everybody else. What What do you say about that? For me, I say that, you know, if you really love somebody and the basic, the, the first foundation for that is communication. If you have an open relationship with that person, and it's like it's like building a house on sand. If your foundation is not steady, then ain't nothing gonna be steady. Right. Because if you build it on sand and it rain, it's gonna wash away. If you build it on a steady foundation, no matter how much it rain, it's gonna keep standing. So yeah. if you're in a relationship and y'all can communicate and you have and you're honest with each other, it's all about being honest, yeah. open with each other and willing to be open to what that other person has to say and what you ha what you have to be open to what he has to be open to what you gotta say. So, I mean, it's all about being honest with each other and having being able to have communication. If you don't have communication, you don't have nothing. It's about and trusting. I agree. And it's about trusting. So, I mean first of all, love is not supposed to hurt. So if he say he love you and you say you love him Y'all going to ride it out through thick and thin regardless no matter what. Yeah. Because I've been in relationships, and by the grace of God, my partners is not infected. They're affected by it, but not infected. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's about being honesty and taking that risk, like I said, stepping out on faith and saying, you know what, you might have heard it, but I'm going to confirm it. And just saying, you know what, if you can't accept it, I understand. I'm not going to, you know, it might hurt your feelings. It It might hurt your feelings, but you know what? That too shall pass. Because if it's really meant to be, if it's really meant to be, somebody will come along and the right person will come into your life. I agree with that. And you know what? I was just sitting here thinking while you were talking. You know, many people don't know, uh, you know, what 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 AIDS is or what herpes is or what um, hepatitis is. Can you get all three of these? Uh, yes. Yeah. And, and, and explain the process, starting with the herpes, how hepatitis and AIDS can formulate and you have all three. Hep C is spread by blood-to-blood contact. Um, you're not supposed to share needles or works, um, cookers, cotton, just like um, similar to a, and 
just like you're not supposed to um, cover open cuts. You're supposed to cover open cuts and wounds and um, practice safe sex, just like you do if you have the full black, the full blown, if you have AIDS or the virus. Yes. Um, 80% of people with hep C have no signs. Just like if you have, just like for me, if you look at my picture, you can tell because what does a person look like? Yeah. Okay. There is levels of hep C virus. It's found in the body. Um, The viral loads alone does not give a clear, a good, a clear factor of progression of the disease of the yeah. liver. You have to go get your liver checked, just like you would have to go get your liver checked if you have the virus or you have AIDS. They have to do blood work to find out. Yeah. And there are two types of Hep C: direct and chronic. Fifteen percent of cases end up acute, in which yeah. the immune system is completely destroyed by the virus. And then, Man, the that's some deep um, stuff right there. Yeah. Then a lot of people have, when you have the virus, a lot of people have myths in the facts. The myths in the uh, the myth of the virus is you can't catch it by touching, kissing, hugging, using the um, air exposed blood, cooking utensils, mm-hmm. tears and sweat. Yeah. You can't touch you can't get you by a mosquito bite or other insects. Right. Or food or saliva. And then the basic facts of it is you can catch it just similar, just like you can with hep C. You can catch it by unprotected sex, sharing yeah. needles, tattoos. Yeah. Um Breast milk, if a, if you yeah. have a baby and you breastfeeding it, um, a baby going through the birth canal, a baby going through the birth canal, um, 3 million people die each year from it. 6,000 6, young people are affected a day. HIV wow. can pass on vaginal or oral anal. Healthcare workers can be affected through needle pricks that have tainted blood. Yeah. So if you get a prick, if you get a little prick, and the blood getting to you, you can catch it. So that's basically. And then for herpes, okay. it's like different forms of herpes. A cold sore is a form of herpes. Right. And then you got the genital herpes, like the, where a man might have an outbreak or yeah. a lady might have an outbreak. A man can have an outbreak and you don't even know it. Oh, really? Well, and, yeah. and so how would they know if they had it? Do they? Do you believe that? A person that can't have an outbreak uh, end up being, you know, believing that they have been cured and it's easy to forget and say, you know, um, you know, I don't have it because, you know, I don't have any outbreaks or anything from it. Yeah. So that's why you ask your health care provider how often and which test you should have. That's why it's good to ask them. But the same well, thing, like, because women have too many body openings, first of all. And as far as, like, HIV and AIDS, that's why they yeah. tell you, like, it's good to have a, um, a um, pap smear done and 
uh, um, mammogram done because the virus can sit in your lymph nodes and stuff like that. And if it don't sit in your lymph nodes, it can sit in your brain. It don't mm-hmm. have to sit in your glands. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did I like hear? That. Oh, hold on. I thought I heard something. You said it sits in your brain. Yes. Okay. Now, okay. I'm getting ready to go uh, 3D with that one because, uh, you know, people don't know that it do it, it actually goes to the brain. That's some deep stuff right there. How does it affect the brain? It, it, it sits in your brain, and actually your brain controls everything in your body. And <laughs> when you take the medication, certain medications have side effects, and some of the side effects on the medication can leave you with seizures. They can leave you with mm-hmm. peripheral neuropathy where Let's it damages it your nerves Woo. over a certain period of time. Y'all hearing so, this stuff out there, y'all? I mean, this is some deep stuff. I mean, for the simple fact, you know that, okay, I see my mind is blown. And, you know, and I thought I knew some stuff, but I, I missed it on the brain thing. So you're saying any one of these communicable Viruses, especially herpes, as to say, these things don't necessarily have to deal with your immune system, but it affects other areas like the brain. Yes. I need a shotgun to go off right about now. I mean, I ain't trying to be funny or nothing because it's some serious stuff to think about. And you're saying... It is. Go ahead. I mean, keep on going. I am. I am over here. I'm about ready to find me a find me a gun and shoot my own brain out for this one. <laughs> I didn't and know because you might have a partner that have the virus and you have the virus. Don't mean that you can have unprotected sex because you have two different strains. And when you have unprotected sex, you put a strain Talk on that now. person's you, body, and they put a strain on your body. So. It's best that you always have safe sex. Safe sex is the best sex, bottom line, because even if you go out and have sex with somebody, you're sleeping with everybody that slept that slept with that person before you, and they sleep with everybody that you that you slept with you before That's right. that slept with them before you. So I mean, it doesn't matter. It's like power is knowledge, and knowledge is power. Show enough, you giving me some power. I'm sure that some people out there feel the same way. Given some knowledge because that's the only way you can be able to defeat this thing. And so the the the, the, the uh, another question. Oh man, you know um, another question. And you know what? I got so many people that's listening to this show. Uh, before we go any further, just let me take a break and and get my collect my thoughts off of just what you said because that was a mouthful right there. And I'm gonna come back to you after this break. And all of y'all out there that is listening to this program, if you don't know the number to call in, to listen, press 1 if you want to talk, you know, uh, uh, in person to the uh, the guests and also to myself and Strong Tower. The number is 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the topic that I'm going to add, propose to those that are in the chat room and want to chat up, what you think about this particular type of information you're getting, how it affects the brain. I've got to go on a pause for the cause for that. I'll be right back, Faye, so that we can finish up on that note, okay? Hang in okay. there. 
Hang in there, callers. We're going to get y'all in where y'all can talk and ask questions if you want to. Be right back. All 
what love got to do with it? Y'all know that was Tina Turner. Yeah, what love got to do with this thing when you going through stuff? And we want to come on back. Welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. And, you know, we have our guest on the show, which is Faye Brown. And she has just knocked my brains out with about how, you know, the viruses can affect the brain. And it also can affect, you know, how you think and how you, you your, your outlook on life. God, you know, I'm looking at the many of husbands and wives. I mean, because as a, as a husband and wife team, as my husband and myself, who is Strong Tower, which we are in this ministry, and, you know, getting the word out is not easy, especially when you got the devil in the middle trying to stop every which way from, you know, a truth from coming out, somebody that's hurting to speak on what they got to say, and also to get a prayer rolling. So I'm saying, you know, if there's anybody out there that's listening to this subject, you know, just hold your horses. You know, I'm going to get to you. You know, just give me a little bit of time. It's a little process, but I'm going to make sure that everyone that is listening get a chance to talk okay. and speak. Sure. Uh, hey, um, before I get to Faye, Strong Tower want to say a few things. Go ahead. Just a few things. Because I know it's a lot of information. I would just like to say, uh, you are a motivational speaker, am I right? Yes. Okay. It's good to know that you are have enough courage to speak out to help someone. And I know that your spirit filled in order to become so transparent. My question is, are you getting any help to pass this message along? Has anyone to help you financially? Are you getting any help from the masculine gender? Uh, is, where is your help coming from? No, I don't get any help. I do this voluntarily. Where I live at, it's a small community, and I've been volunteering for over the last six years. Nobody's mm-hmm. helping me. Nobody's trying to help me. I just got this opportunity, and I just took it, and I just wanted to, like, run with it. And okay. if mm-hmm. God's will, I'll get some type of exposure. Yeah, well, I would say that your help has began, and what I see, I see a great future for you. Uh, we're going to be praying for you, and uh, we're going to be some help to you because you are, it's a worthy cause whenever you can do something to help prevent. You know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I know you heard that before, and I believe that you are you were appointed for this particular cause and you are a courageous soldier. And Amen. You, and you encourage me, and, you know, the things that I'm going through seem like so many compared to what you are dealing with. We all have our thorns that we have to deal with in this world, and it's an honor to know you. Thank you. You know, um, and getting back on the thought process, uh, and thank you, Strong Tower, that was what we needed, you know, from a Strong Tower's point of view of support. You know, because this is what I know that all women and, you know, for men to have that strong support system, you know, when they're facing challenges of, you know, you know, dealing with STDs, any any crazy stuff going on in, in your life, you know, the age factors like we're dealing with now. But I want to say, when you talk about it affecting your mind, this, you know, the herpes thing, and 
where and when you don't take that medication and you may not know that you have it and you went years or however long it's been and not have, you know, went to check up whether you knew it back in the day and it didn't have no breaks or whatever in the future or in your present, you know, that it affects the way you think. What you're saying is that the virus, even though I have did research and found that on the particular, not changing the subject because it's all a part of the age factor where herpes is a part where it go and dwells dormantly in your DNA and there is no cure, you know, except the pills that you take to keep the outbreaks from happening. But now you're talking about an affecting, it's an effect to the mind also, which if you have not had any any type of therapies, you know, pills or whatever that, that help in the process, that you can think like a derelict in some ways because it affects the the mind brain cells. That's what you're that's what I'm getting up out of this. Is that somewhat around the ballpark figure of what I'm asking? You know, are you saying that it can affect you to that degree where it messes with your emotions as well because it's a part of the sensories of the brain? Yes. It's part of like your nervous system. Uh, where is you know Oh man. How do how how do it affect the system? How does it affect the system? Can you tell me that? Because um eventually like if you um go so long without the medication or even if you go on a medication, eventually the medication does one thing, but after a while it's going to affect something else. And it's sooner or later it's going to affect your nerves. It's like anything else. It does one thing. It's like it's just like having cancer or something. It puts yeah. it in remission. It puts it in remission, but sooner or later you go back to the doctors and you find out you got something else going on. Oh, so you saying that it that it affects other part of the organs in your body. Yeah. Okay, and that's the same way with hepatitis and with HIV and AIDS, correct? Yeah. It starts to affect your liver. It starts to affect your liver. That's why it's good to go and keep your, every six months to go get your liver checked, get your blood work checked. If not every six months, every three months. You know, you have been such an encouragement of knowledge like this. So in your statistics, matter of fact, I got something here that I want to read because I took and I did some a small piece of research, which is very interesting because we talk about, you know, women and men alike. But now we're going to talk about the the young the young men, the boys. Now I got a piece of article here that I did and it came from Newsmax Health. Okay, and it you will find that at newsmaxhealth.com and they put out and this was August uh this year that they put out this uh article that talks about one in five boys got H TV shots last year. And then it goes on to say about one in five boys got at least one of the recommended three doses last year, relatively good for a new vaccine aimed for adolescents. 
Now, HPV is still that herpes virus. Am I right? Yep. It said you must have three shots over six months. Uh-huh. And so then it talks about knowing, the, you know, uh, these are some also where it talks about the shots are largely intended not to protect boys from disease, but to stop them from spreading a sexual transmitted virus to girls that could cause cervical cancer. How many of us done had that? I know that I have. You know, I'm not going to sit up here and say uh, that's why I think that I'm appointed to do the shows that I do on subjects like this because I've been through so much and want to be that 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 voice for voices that are afraid to talk that you can talk, stand up, speak up, and speak out. And I'm sitting here with this information just as what you had said because that virus caused also in females, as it's spoken here, the shots are largely intended not to protect boys from disease. It wasn't intended to stop them from getting the herpes virus, but it was to stop them from spreading a sexual transmitted virus to girls that could cause cervical cancer. Now, God darn. Now, come on now. You know, now, now see, they, they, they seeing that boys, young men, boys, that they're trying to stop spread the virus because we know we ain't we ain't got nothing but the oven. They have to put something in it in order for us to catch stuff. But they got something that would literally stop, you know, a virus from entering and causing cervical cancer, which is also a stronghold of what the devil does to stop the young women from being able to produce children. You you know what I'm saying? It's like a a trickle-down effect from, you know, these viruses that we obtain as women. Not, not saying that the men don't go through those things either, but can you elaborate just shortly on that? And I think that I'm getting ready to turn on some callers because it looks like people want to talk. Can I, can, can, can I get you to – yeah, go ahead. It says that for mine, what you said, it says a boy after the age of nine can get the shot. And then it says that women needs to get um, a pap test every one to three years after they get the shot. So, I mean, after they, even if they, um, they can, they, women can get cervical cancer and they have to be monitored and watched very closely and get checked for STDs if you're having safe, unsafe sex. So what you're saying is right on point. But the sad yeah. part is that the young boys, even up to F, after the age of nine, have to get this shot. And, and, and that's and the sad showing, part about it. And, and, you know, and you know, Faye, that it is showing that hardly the mothers or the caretakers of these boys that they're asking to get them the virus shot, you know, to prevent something that later on that as a woman will be, you know, a, a, a defect, you know, and that will hurt that woman, that it's not happening. They they are still getting the report, and so they only get one out of five boys to get a shot from last year. That's very, very low. And then it says here it was introduced in 2006. The vaccine, the vaccine protects against, you know, the viruses, which spread to 
spread during sex. Most infections go away on their own without people developing symptoms, but the virus can cause not only cervical cancer in females, but genital warts in both sexes and some other less common conditions, conditions such as throat and anal cancer. I'm scared of that. Exactly, and a lot of women don't understand that. If you get cervical cancer and it's spread too bad, it can stop you and it can make you further where you, I mean, where you can't be able to produce any children. And it says right here that most common is chlamydia, gonorrhea, and those are the two common ones. And they think that just because you get a shot, you take pills for chlamydia, that it's yeah. okay. But if they don't realize that chlamydia and gonorrhea turns into can help you also turn into herpes and oh, HIV. And are we hearing this? It can turn into that? Oh no, see, I'll say, you know, dang. Okay. Let's stop right there. I'm a I'm gonna put a caller on. I think that this is long enough, uh, you know, because I now wanna know what the people wanna say about it and uh what they think about this and any questions. So I'm gonna start off with a with one uh, with a caller, and I'm going to call down the line, and I'm calling by your zip code, I mean your area code, and the last four digits of your number. And the first caller on is 646 area code, and the last four digits, 2147. Welcome to the Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company. You're on the air. you got something to say. Yes, I do. Hi, hi, Faye. How are you? This is Zelda. Hi, how are you? I'm blessed. Thank hi, you. Zelda. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me. Uh, my question here today is, Faye, you being a motivational uh, speaker and all, I mean, first of all, I learned a lot from you, but you being a motivational speaker, what are some of the things that you're hearing from like the the younger generation, the, the teenagers, mm-hmm. that's stopping or preventing them from actually going to get tested. A lot of them that's that's preventing them from going to get tested. Yeah, what are you hearing from being that you you know speak around? What are you hearing from the the teenagers, our youth, that uh, from their mouths that's preventing them from going out here? to any facility that offers free testing um, and knowledge and information about HIV, you know, what is preventing them from going? What are their fears? The most, most, mostly what I hear from them, and I ask them, and I'll be totally honest, I ask them, what would you do if you had unprotected sex and you went and found out that you tested positive for HIV? And their first response to me is that, I would commit suicide because I can't handle it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I am going to uh, put another caller on the phone, and I'm going to hold you for a second. So stay on the line, and I'm going to put another caller on to ask a question also because this is a very important issue. We're talking about the H factors. And what is it doing to, you know, not just only us as adults, but to our children? And what we're to, what, what messages are we sending, you know, that it's okay 
for us as adults to be acting the way we are when we know what we know and we still do it to one another for whatever reason. So hold your thought and let me get on to the next caller. Thank you. Caller 845-1325. You're on the air. Welcome to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company. Say your speak. Speak your say. Hi, Faye. Uh, oh, we got we got the Fayette on the coming from New York. This is great. Uh, what's what's your question to Faye, ma'am? Welcome to the show. I don't have a question. I just want to commend her on doing such a good, a very good job speaking very is. well. She knows who this is. Okay, and uh, if are uh, you don't want anyone to know who you are because you sound like you have walked with her to see these things. And we commend yes, you. Yes, I had a child that died from AIDS. And like she was you know, saying, that it does affect your brain because he had lesions on his brain. So I know what no, she's talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, and I understand too. I mean, not to the degree of that, but I have my own, you know, uh, baggage to dag on. Um, put in and what I fight daily from what's happening to the brain. You know, that's why I'm on this show, to help support everybody that's got an issue, not to be afraid to stand up for something, because we can all right. lay down and go to sleep and pretend like it don't exist, and our children are being affected because our young women are liking our older men, and our young men is liking our older women, and then and from that, you know, and they don't know what's going on, you know, and 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 they don't and they ain't been to check themselves or whatever the case may be, but those young women and men are being affected, which in the long run, you know, affects our generations to come, and we need our generation to come up stronger than what we are. True. I commend you for, you know, being a support tour, and thank you for your comment. It is awesome. And I'm going to put you on hold, and then I'm going to the next, going down the line. Just stay put. We got more to come. To the caller of the area code 860 and last four digits, 5867. You are on the air. Welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company. What you got to say? Caller, do you have anything to say? 860, last four digits, 5867. You have any comments? Okay, um, if okay, well, we'll just get back. Maybe you're just listening, but we will get back to you because uh, we don't he- hear anything. So we're going to go back to the original caller. Okay, back to 646-2147. Are you there on the line? Yes, I'm here. All right. Um, what I want to, to to know, well, I would like you to ask some more of those very important questions. 
I mean, you know, I know that myself as the host, you know, I got a lot of questions. But from your point of view, I would like to ask, and Faye, are you on the line as well? Yes, I am. Okay. You know, there in New York where you are, uh, what is it? Is there? What is it like far as uh, the infection population there in your area? The population well, rate. <laughs> Who are you asking, me or the caller? Um, I'm asking anyone, any one of you that will be able to bring it forth. I know that Faye, that you will be able to uh, let us know about it, but I'm asking. You know the both of you because I hear you know that uh, well go go right on ahead speak. Well, as far as I know, you know there's a large I don't know exactly what percent, but if I had to take a guess, which I'm not sure, yeah. um, I would say it had to be at least sixty five percent. Okay, and the reason why I'm saying this of of this actual township or or county that actually I live in. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I have two teenage kids, which I take for just regular, you know, even myself, just regular, you know, health exam and whatnot. And basically, we became educated from the doctor. When the doctor said, would you, you know, um, authorize, you know, your children, would you have anything against them taking, oh, no, give it to them. Do y'all have any? No, give it to us, you know. And they yeah. started letting us know more and more about. So that's how wow. uh, we found out that the county that we're living in actually has a large population of teenagers with HIV in it. Wow, that is that is uh, that is a a large amount of people. And 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 I also want to say that here in Columbus, Ohio, uh, when I had did my research here. You know, on the hepatitis side, what we Mm -hmm. found was from a nurse told us that 80% of here have hepatitis. And in my book, it was like, it's it's a, a, uh, you know, it's so familiar to where it is. It shouldn't be an issue about having it because so many have it, 80%. Exactly. Wow. Um, that is a large herpes. number. Yes. Wow. Herpes. This is what was told from a nurse where we was doing our uh, 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 research. 80%. Uh-huh. And in my brain, you know, uh, like I said, when she was telling us, it was like it shouldn't be a big thing about having, uh, you know, uh, herpes. You know, it's not like it's a, a killer disease. You know, I said, you know, forget that. You know what I'm saying? It's a virus for the rest of your life. It's just like having a label on you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like you done went to jail and became a felon, and that's on you for the rest of your life, depending on how high the felon is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's a life sentence. It might not be yes. a – go ahead. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm starting to vent now. You know, because... No, I understand. You go ahead. You go right ahead because there's people out there that need to hear this. And also, I just wanted to add on, you know, um, I'm glad you asked that second question because that's what led me to ask the first question that I had about, you know, Faye being a motivational speaker. What is, like, the teenagers and young adults, you know, what's stopping them, 
you know, from going to get tested because it's like an epidemic out here. You it know, is an one epidemic. that could be prevented. It is. I, you know what? I am speechless because it is real. This situation is a real situation, and people need to wake up, you know, and recognize, you know, uh, whether they in relationships, you know, people find out about what they got after they done been with the person for years or or after they got together and they, you know, contracted it from other issues or whatever the case may be. The point of it is is that this thing should not make people afraid of talking about what's going on. It should not make you mad. I was looking on TV uh, just maybe a week ago where a, where a guy here in Columbus, Ohio, mad because he caught HIV, AIDS, or whatever it was, but it was what I said it is, you know, and, and decided to go on a, on a killing spree. It was like, you know, wow. having an invisible gun. You know what I'm saying? You going out getting people, you know, uh, like you uh, like you a gang member, you know, out spraying people because you mad with the world because you decided to have sex and not, you know, uh, check out the situation before you did. And this is the case for all of us as people. And if we get away with any of the of the of the things that we go through in this life, you know it couldn't be nothing but the good Lord. But those that did get affected and afflicted by it, it should not make you mad and go into hiding or shame and go into hiding. It's supposed to bring out you get so upset at what the cause, how you got it, and that you was and that we was without understanding. Because I, you know, I'm going to come forward and to say, even as me as a female, you Mm. know, and doing these shows about victimization and fraud on any level, and I have found myself in rooms with no doors that I had to get a chalk, an invisible piece of chalk, and carve me a window and a door out of a situation because I wasn't going to accept the situation I was in, and, mm-hmm. you know, and even when it came to sexual matters, I make mistakes, yes, oh, because, you know, I might think that, you know, the person that's talking to me, you know, well-educated, it look. that's why I was saying, what does it look like? Well-educated, talk like you got some sense, you know, even in church, whatever you want to call this thing, but we get tricked. And we think that, you know, because we ain't got no man, we ain't had a man, or we ain't had a woman in so long, or whatever the case may be, that we reach out and touch somebody. And because we touch somebody and the person was not ready to expose this situation, and you find out later, well, you can't get mad to the point where, you know, you can blame the person, but you can get mad to say, you know what, enough is enough of my stupidity. I'm going to do what God tells me to do and make a ministry out of this. I'm going to go and I'm going to talk about it because people need to wake up. Women and men need to wake up and quit playing these head games when you know what you know when you know what you know. You know, it's sickening. It's sickening to the core. And, And getting this 
because she had to do just like many of us that have been on crack coming out, talk about what we done did, had sexual transmitted diseases and viruses and what all that we do. But mm-hmm. the whole idea is to be brave enough to don't care what the enemy do and say to try to stop you from talking about it or shutting you up because they don't want to hear it. But the world is in a pickle. The world is in a sham because why, like you said, the young folk, they 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 looking at sex nowadays, it, anything goes. They ain't looking at it like we looked at it or like our foremamas and daddies looked at it. It's supposed to be That's a right. holy thing. We didn't know That's that right. it was supposed to be a holy thing because we got unholy people. We out there unholy, talking about the word of God and doing things that we ain't got no business doing. But we learn and we trying to tell those young people that sex ain't just sex. You just can't just go off and get and, and get any partner you want to and be any kind of mindset you want to with whether it's a man or a female, it's just sex and expect that you don't wake up one day and got something. And God does that for a reason, to wake up people so that we can be helped in this field, in the field. Say, Say, Say Brown, are you still there? Huh? Say Brown, are you still there? Uh-oh. Say, you still there? I probably yes. done got Okay, look, you know, I done got happy over here. Can't hear nothing now. Yeah, yes, she did. She my my, my ears done stopped up, okay? But I got somebody on over here that got something to say, too. And I'm going Hello? to let them get on the radio. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I got somebody, a guest over here that want to say something, so I'm going to let them come on to the radio and say something. You are on the air. Say something. Say it's your baby sister, Nike, and I just want to say that I'm proud of you, and I love you very much. And um, I just thank you for being able to save a lot of these kids' lives because God knows if it was me to ever contract you, God knows I wouldn't have been able to make it through. It's hurting people out here. And uh, I'm not infected, but I'm affected because you're my sister, but you're not letting it keep you down. And um, You sure ain't. God made a way for me to be able to reach out to other people and people to come into my life to get me grounded where I need to be. And I don't have no family out here, but I'm building a family. And just know that all we got is each other. I'm going to ride with you to the wheels for a while. Oh, that's what we're talking about. And I love you more than life itself. And that's that's what right. We're going to do this. We're going to do this together. Because you're not dying from me. you living. you living. you living. There ain't no death. And no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Amen. All I got is you, and all you got is me. And we're going to be all right. You know what I'm Look, saying? I'm not ashamed here. of it in no shape, form, or fashion. I'm not going to never stop loving you. And I ain't never stopped loving you. Even though I was caught up in my addiction for over two decades or more. You know what I'm saying? You took the place of my mother and my kids when I couldn't do it. You still take care of my kids when I couldn't do it, you know? And God made a way for me to be able to come out here and do what I'm doing. And I met with some people. I said, wait, my God, sister got some inspirational, motivational speakers. But people living with the sickness that's affecting and infected. And my sister got some stories to tell. And, yeah. and that's how I come. 
I'm gonna do whatever I can, open up as many doors as I can, because who knows? I don't know where I might end up say one of my grandkids or my nieces or my nephews or my own kids' lives by your story. Right. You know? And I love you. You and, and I love you so much. You know what? And I love Corey. You know what? I, I am I am I am I am honored as a show host and I'm sure my husband Strong Tower is too. You know, but it's high time that we need to quit pretending that life does not exist at the highest level because we are spirit. You can't hear me. Spirit inside this body, and we are hurting from people hurting us because they hurt me. And it just spreads the virus of hate, 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 hate. And that's why nobody can get healed. And you got, you know, men and women you know, that can't come together to do a ministry to bring forth, you know, the fruit of the labor to say, we love you and we got a forum for you to speak up and speak out. And that forum is right here on Lardy, Miss Party and Company with my co-host, my husband, Strong Tower, because we've been through some battles. Let me tell you, the devil didn't want none of me to be up here to talk or to be involved in what I'm involved in because the devil is a liar all the way. I had to fight, you hear, to make sure that I made this show because there are hurting people. I fight every day that God send people to get on this forum to have something to say about what's going on in their life, and that's what God intended on the And I'm proud of you, Faye Brown, you know, for... Being a soldier in the Lord to love somebody by speaking up and speaking out and standing up for something because you Lottie are Miss Cardi. Yes. May I say something before you close? I, I ain't closed yet. I ain't going nowhere yet. <laughs> I ain't going. I'm right here. <laughs> All right. Before you close, I got to leave them with something. Inspiration. Go right out here. We're listening. Tell yeah. okay. Do. I always okay. say that God turns a mess into a message. He turns a child into a child. He turns a victim a victim into a victor. Anybody that's listening, just remember that. You know what? And that's why that's why we here. That's why we here. You know, I mean, God's going to get the glory out of this thing. And, you know, and before I shut down, I'm going to ask Strong Tower to come and give his last remarks and help us in his prayer for everyone out there that has heard this story and heard this show, that they may be blessed and know that we love you. We love you, and we want the best for you. We want the best for ourselves. We are soldiers in the Lord, in an army out here trying to bring souls back to great standards and uplift so that they can help somebody else. Strong Tower, lead a prayer for us. We ask everyone to get their minds on the Lord and offer ourselves because we're all here for a purpose. And I would just like to say when you're out there in the streets and you meet people and you have conversations with them, Bless us, Lord, that we yes. can be an example of those that we come in contact with because a lot of times we entertain angels unaware. 
I know I've met some people that's involved in the broadcast as I was walking down the street. And I just thank the Lord that I had a mind to do right, a mind to spread the news, a mind that someone would say, well, this brother is doing the right thing. Let me see what's going on here. We all are hooks for him. We are yes, fishermen we are. of men. And we do not know what that date will be, but once yes. we realize what it is, that we can throw that net on that side of the boat and bring them in. My mom used to say all the time, you got to catch a fish before you can clean it. Whatever gift God gives us, whatever hardship we go through, all things work out for good to those who love the Lord. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Now, that's a prayer. And thank you, Strong Power, for your love and, you know, your prayers. You know, thank you. Hallelujah. You know, because this isn't about, you know, ourselves. This is about helping someone see that you're not alone and by yourself. You know, again, this show uh, that God had created for me to have, uh, you know, I'm a little unorthodox with it because I don't believe that being in the norm of what other people are doing, um, you know, what the church think or what the people think. It's about what God thinks. And if, and if I have to be used unusually and talked about downgraded, whatever the case, but my works is going to show that what the Lord told me to do, which was to bring this forum for those that need to have a forum to tell some business, well, that's why this is called, it's our business to tell your business. And I ain't afraid to tell it. I ain't afraid to stand up, speak up, and speak out. And if anything in this broadcast that you have heard and that that has helped you or inspired you from our point of view, from the speaker's point of view, this is how you can get in contact with the speaker. And I'm going to chime her back in so that if you have anything that you uh, need to call uh, this this motivational speaker, this woman of God that is out here stomping for your life because she's living, she's not dead. Please, you know, give her a call. You can even chime up on familiesandvictimsoffraud.com and put in your comments on the guest book and say if this these, these shows and topics that we talk about is blessing you in any kind of way. Well, I'm going to chime in my sister from, you know, from Monticello, New York. You know, uh, Faye, are you there? Faye, are you there? Okay, can you hear me? Okay, there is a there is a, a interference that's going on, but if you can hear, pick up a speaker. Are you are you there? Okay, I want you to be able to tell them, Faye where they can contact you at, and how to get a hold of you. They can contact me at faybrown69gmail.com. And do you want them to have a telephone number or anything to get in contact with you? And my cell number is 845-467-3910. All right. Well, um. And we got one more comment. Well, let's say we got two more comments if there's someone else out there that wants to have something to say. 
you know, this is the time to say it um, because the broadcast is winding down and I need to put a break on and let some music and air our brains out from what we just learned and heard and understand about how much we love each other and we don't want nobody else to hurt from this. Pay attention and look and, 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 you know, and basically, you know, take them to, if you've got to have sex and stuff, take them to the daggone uh, uh, place, the doctor or something, and, and see if they got anything. Don't just take their word right. they don't got nothing. Just go and get, you know, them checked. And if they refuse to do those things, they are not the one. They are not the one. Male and female, if you out there, don't matter. If you're hearing this progress, I'm tongue twisted, tongue tied, all kind of stuff with this because it's a serious. Just don't just take people's words. Take it from me and many others, you know, male and female, even from my husband. Don't take people's words. Go find out deeper about them and take your time walking in a relationship. You want something else to say, my sister? I just want to say that, faith, God bring us through. He's going to bring us through. And that I know that mommy can finally rest because we're doing what we need to be doing. And um, that's case. Mommy was a caretaker to everybody but herself. And I know that um, she smiled down on us tonight, knowing that we have some type of unity yes, out of is. all the edge of bickering and arguing and fucking and fighting we've been through over the last couple yes. years of the past. And I'm proud of you. Keep up the good work. And see, this is what it's all uh, all about, bringing families together. We ain't supposed to be fighting amongst one another. We're supposed to be team playing. And whether y'all know it or not out there, I am a part of the family, too. I'm y'all family, like y'all family to me, family to us as a team to go out and help somebody not hurt themselves. We love you. Um, God bless you. Um, Jesus. God knows if I if I could if I had the powers that the Father in heaven had, uh, you know, as we know, our Father is a gentleman, so He ain't gonna daggone make nobody do nothing. But glad I don't got it, cause this certainly I would be like zapping everybody that that know that they know that they should be doing it. That's my way. <laughs> I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? And we coming back on the show. We got coming up, you know, October the 2nd, uh, which is the child support issue. And uh, we have a guest that's coming on the show that is, his name is Alpha C. Hales, and we're talking about the Bradley Amendment. And this is the second show, the part two to part one. So listen in, you know, for that show on October the 2nd at 730 and just know that Lardy Miss Party, Stone Tower, and company, because that's what we are right here on BTR, we love you, and we want to say to you, God bless you, because there's no one like you, and we understand you, and we are rooting for your life to be a wonderful life. God bless you, and we will talk again. God bless I'm I'm being black was being cool. I remember it wasn't black in those days because black wasn't beautiful yet. <laughs> remember, you couldn't even say black. You called dude black. I don't play that. Don't call me black. I'm a Negro. <laughs> I remember 
some black man comes through our neighborhood, man, dressed in like the clothes you have on. Black man, you know what I'm talking about? Be black and be proud. My parents go, that nigga crazy. <laughs> The